Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Posse trying to eat. Making ends meet. Told him talk is cheap. Hustle no sleep. Is you with it? Posse trying to eat. Is you with it? Making ends meet. Is you with it? Told him talk is cheap. Get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. You and your feelings. Yeah, I get out your feelings. What's good, people? Uncle Hotep back at it again. How y'all doing out there? This is episode 40 of Uncle Hotep's podcast. How you people doing out there? I'm doing good. Happy New Year. It's 2017. I hope everybody had a safe New Year's Eve. I didn't do anything. I had some uh, Gosling's ginger beer, as you know. Uncle Hotep doesn't drink anymore, <laughs> um, and was in bed. Uh, it was slightly after twelve. I don't think I stayed up too much later than that. The old lady went to sleep way before that. <laughs> so that's that's how we do it over here at the Ho- Uncle Hotep's residence. But uh, I hope everybody had a safe uh, New Year's Eve, and uh, I hope everyone can you know everybody has these resolutions they get i gotta get back in the gym you know what i mean i gotta eat better um i am cooking a lot better um like i'm not eating out as much like i don't hardly eat out at all um that's uh that's a plus i mean i do i do all the cooking most of most of the cooking um but i enjoy that you know what i mean because uh, uh repetition is the mother of skill so um if you want to be a better cook, you just got to start cooking. You know what I mean? Um, I actually enjoy that. So I hope everybody has the resolutions they can uh, they can stick with and they're attainable. Um, if you want to have your resolutions to succeed, you just got to get in. You got to get to it. You got to get to the. You got to get to the uh, the nitty gritty. And uh, like I said, repetition is mother's skill. If you don't do it. If you don't start off right and keep doing it day after day after day, it's one day at a time. That's something they taught me in those meetings. In the meetings, <laughs> one day at a time. Uh, if you do something every day, one day at a time, you you you, it, you get them reps in, you get them reps in. You 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 can achieve. You know what I mean? If you, I can't. I was thinking about a rhyme, but I can't. <laughs> If you got the will, you can succeed. You know what I'm saying? Let's get on to it. Um, But first and foremost, um, I think next week I'm going to have an interview. This will be my first interview. I got to figure out the the logistics or the the technological setup. I mean, it shouldn't be too hard, you know what I mean? But I got to do a Skype with my man, uh, Doe, Doe Dobbs. Um, if you follow him on uh, Twitter, he, he released a book. We're going to talk about his book. Um, what's, hold on, let me 
let me get the name of this book right. <laughs> I, I bought it, the book. I haven't really cracked into it. But I'm going to crack into it before, um, before I do the interview. Uh, but I want to... Hold on, where is... Uh, oh, yeah. Black America, a trillion dollar nation. Uh, he talks about uh, wealth and, and uh, economics of uh, black America. So he, he's a member of Hotep Nation. He's Hotep in it. You know what I mean? So... This will be my first interview. I do want to do, this is 2017, one of my resolutions on the podcast. I want to do a lot more interviews. Um, one, I want to do, I want to be consistent with one day a week. I'm almost at, I guess I'm at episode 40, so 12 more weeks, it'll be a year. I mean, I think I might have missed a, a week or here, two here, but it wasn't that much. But I do want to be consistent once a week and uh, maybe do some spot podcasts here or something something when those false flags go down um i want to do uh some uh special podcast for that but uh yeah i should be doing an interview next week so look out for that on the podcast uh sometime next week or so anyway let's get into let's get into it um first i gotta talk about it's there's an increasing number of articles by black media um, talking about the difference between black feminism and white feminism, and the reason they're doing this is because they feel betrayed by white women. Because at the end of the day, white women said, "Fuck y'all, screw y'all." Excuse my language. Screw y'all, we're voting for Trump. <laughs> because I think, uh, I can't remember the stats, but I think over um, 50% of uh, white women w- voted for Trump. And uh, and you look at black media, they they feel like they were betrayed by white women because the white women went with the, the misogynistic, uh, the perverted, the racist Donald J. Trump. Is Jay his middle middle name? I feel like Jay Jay Trump was I don't, I don't know, but anyway, I'm seeing more and more of these titles: black feminism versus white feminism. I'm like, come on, like in the the reason I'm mentioning this is because you know on my facebook group i i i tout on here i advise every i ask everybody listen to the podcast to like it on facebook black cam black conversation news and events um people will post it'd be men and women but sometimes it's a lot of times it's men that post about these articles and much less defending black feminism and I'm like, all oh, feminism is trash. I'm like, what are you doing, black man? <laughs> this is boggles my mind. There's no, there's no difference between black feminism and white feminism, even though they might have different goals, different ideas, uh, affects them in different ways. But there is no dis- difference, because at the end of the day is it's still feminism it's still trash ideology 
It's still a government-inspired ideology. It's still um, made for to destroy the nuclear family. It's still um, it's still garbage. Like I'm gonna read some of these. I'm gonna read some of these Google hits. <laughs> Um, the brutal truth every white feminist needs to hear (laughs) seven things feminists of color want white feminists to know seven examples of white feminists failing hard at intersectionality Dear white feminists, quit goddamn fucking up. <laughs> like, I could go on and on and on. Uh, shit white feminists say to black feminists and how to counter them. <laughs> this almost makes your head hurt. Listening, looking at this bullshit. This is going on. I mean, it's been going on, but it's, it's, <clears throat> it's getting more and more prevalent and... You know, Uncle Hotep has to take a take note of this for the culture. Listen, black folks, and this is for white folks too. I mean, feminism is trash. It belongs in the garbage tram. It's trash truck juice. You know, you ever follow behind the garbage truck and it takes a turn and all that fucking juice water liquid that comes out of the garbage the garbage truck that's that's what feminism is and no bigger defender of feminine black feminism feminism than none other than the Akata the Shine the Nig Nog the African American black male and, and it needs to stop, really. Like, like I was saying, oh, I posted on the Facebook group. People, the black man came out of the woodwork, like attacking feminism. Isn't attacking black, like attacking black feminism. Isn't attacking black women. I'll say it again: not all women are feminists. And, and, and excuses I get is, oh, you don't want them to uh, get fair salary competing with the white man or whatever. Like, black man, you don't even get the same salary as the white man. So how is she going to get it? You see what I'm saying? You, <clears throat> It's not, you're acting like black men have anything to do with how these women are treated in this country. And the thing is, these black feminists are using this feminism to attack the male, the black males. The Jamel, the muse of the world. And all them other shines. Their idea of black feminism is is tearing down gender roles and having black men walk around wearing skirts and high heels. 
I'm I'm not even I'm not even joking. This should be some sick joke, but it's not. This is deadly serious. The black community has 67% single family homes. I mean, single parent homes. Again, I know that not all those parents are, some of them are just not married, but let's just say it's over 50% are just with one parent. And 98% of those one parents are mothers. So you mean to tell me in a community that is a majority single parent led by their mothers and those mothers are the more educated of the two that there's a need for feminism in the black community. I'm going to just let that sink in. This is what kills me about black people. They'll take these Western ideologies, namely feminism. And when I mean Western, the white man created it, gave it to, <laughs> to the, the, the black woman and they took it and ran with it. And yet y'all, the same people will run out your mouth talking about you're fighting white supremacy when you're enforcing White supremacy's ideals. And I hate saying white supremacy. I'm just using the Nick Nog's word, the Akata's word, the African American's words. Because it, to me, it, yeah, I mean, we know who, we all know who runs the show, the West, but let, 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 let's, <laughs> that's a different, that's a different subject for a different podcast. But that just shows you the, the, the craziness in the black community. This is how the man got black people screwed up. And they and they don't want to ever see it. And the people that can see it in the black community, they get called coons and, and sellouts and Uncle Toms. Yeah, black people talking about, like, just for me, for instance, I grew up in, um, I grew up in uh, Exton, Pennsylvania. Um, it's majority white town. Like, in the neighborhood I grew up in, there was, like, maybe... Two or three black families, including ours. I'm just, <laughs> just saying. But you have black folks that went to black schools, raised in black communities, and they'll get on Facebook and all they talk about is white folks. <laughs> I I don't I don't even get it. You know what I mean? They asked me where I live at, and like I, I still live in Pennsylvania. I mean, Pennsylvania isn't majority; it will probably never be majority black outside of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh. There's no <laughs> hardly any black people. Maybe black people are scattered here, they're scattered there. You might have a couple streets, you know what I'm saying, where some black folks live, but there's no majority cities outside the Philadelphia region. But that's what, even if, well, I say that to say this, that even though the, the, the American Akata, the shine, 
the Nignog, the African American will claim um, they go to these, these black meetings they go to these black <laughs> black schools they live in the black community their ideology and their thoughts are preoccupied with the white man not themselves I'm dead serious they're preoccupied with the white man loving them I don't know why I mean I, I, I fall back to Malcolm on this. He said, if, if, if it happens naturally, then that's fine. That's, he's talking about white and black relations. But you can't force it. You know what I mean? You can't force things. And these people constantly talking about all the racism this, racism that. I mean, like, who the hell cares? Like I, I don't. If the white, like I say it again, if the white men don't like me, that's his business, and I'm perfectly fine with that. That's his loss. I guess I say it again. It's his loss, not mine. It's no big deal with me, and there's some people of this. I got talk all. I got touch on. I made a video on it. If you guys haven't check out my YouTube channel, I got all tons of video content. Um, but Dr. Umar and Seti had a <laughs> quote unquote a hotep civil war. Now Seti has I think he was getting involved with a argument going back and forth with Polite. Um if you if you don't know any of these names I'm seeing saying, uh just go on YouTube. There there's plenty of videos. Every every one of these guys have plenty of videos. These are Hotep uh, veterans, if you will. Um, I think they call themselves elders. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, there was a Hotep civil war between Dr. Umar and Seti. If you haven't seen it, Dr. Umar's video is a classic. His rant on Seti. He, he has now made another video. I haven't seen the, the retraction video. He's sat there and made another video apologizing because he was out of character. He was wilding, acting a fool, but he had a rant, a 45-minute rant, disincentive, and on Kwanzaa, <laughs> and this is what's wrong with the black community. This is one of the things, you can't have a, a, a disagreement. It also has to, it all has to go to bickering back and forth, back and forth. You know what I mean? Insults being thrown, throwing the do playing the dozens. You know what I mean? They, the your mama jokes and all this other foolishness. I like, I like Doctor Umar. I actually went. Uh, he was speaking in Delaware over the summer, and I went down. Uh, I went down there. I'd go see him again. He has, um, you know, he. He's like a motivational, conscious speaker. You know what I mean? I'm not going to get into a lot of people get into the school because he was trying to build a school and he was raising money for a school. And it's been a couple of years now and there's no school being built. <laughs> I think with that, he uh, 
he, he might have been scamming, I, but or he, I think he might have uh, set his goals too high. You know what I mean? And he and and can't fell through. And he needed a lot more money than he needed to. You know what I mean? Um, so he might have pockets of some of them shekels. I don't know what happened. Because he doesn't really talk about it anymore. <laughs> but. As a, um, as a speaker. I think he says some good stuff. And uh, some motivational stuff. Like I'd rather have black America listen to Dr. Umar's than the Sean King's. You know what I'm saying? I think the Sean King's of the world are much more detrimental than the Dr. Umar's will ever be. Yeah, so I don't I don't I mean I don't have a problem with Dr. Umar. Like I went down there, down Delaware, and it was in Wilmington, and uh, you know, I mean, it was a, a ho- <laughs> it was basically a hotel fest. I bought a T-shirt that had like, uh, oh, hold on. I bought a T-shirt that had, uh, I think it had like ten billion African Americans are done are killed by abortion every, <laughs> like it had the not every year, but. It had like a time period. I would have to look up the shirt. I don't know where it's at, but that's how woke this uh, event was, and uh, it was cool. It was a bunch of you know, I mean, everybody was selling they their their hidden colors DVDs. Everybody was selling their their woke DVDs, incense, black soap, everything. You know what I mean? And he got up there. And he, as a matter of fact, I didn't even watch his whole speech. I recorded some of it. It's on some of it is on my YouTube page. Um, it was he was going so long. I had to, I, had to, I rolled. I was like, man, I ain't staying up. <laughs> I got tired. I ain't had no seats and nothing like that. But yeah, you know I mean, he he sat there and took pictures with people and everything like that. I don't have no problem with him. He's giving people hope. If he inspires people to be more woke or be more Afrocentric, so be it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he might have got over on the on the school thing, but he said we need more Dr. Umars than than Sean Kings. I mean, both for scam artists, but which scam artist would you rather have? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, you know, it was Christmas, and I got, I bought my daughter a uh, kitchen set, and it would, I, I built, you know what I mean, night before I put it together, day before I put it together. She actually came back in the room and seen it and started playing with it the day before. And I was like, oh, man. It was too big. It's too big to wrap up. So Christmas morning, I bring it out there. And she starts playing with it, going crazy with it. You know what I mean? And I thought to myself, man, I was like, man, I can I can take a picture. I control the timeline, right? <laughs> I was like, I took a picture and I said, uh, bought this kitchen set for my daughter and uh, I was like start early fight feminism and I tweeted it man oh man oh man this was one of my better biggest tweets ever people went absolutely crazy like half a million seen the tweet it was over it was crazy and for days feminists were in my mentions crying saying I I I don't want anything for my daughter, but serve a man and this, that, and the third. And being, they were just calling me a horrible father. Um, on Facebook, they were 
comb my, my, my daughter a nappy head little girl this that and the third swear to god man all over this kitchen set <laughs> because I said <laughs> I was trolling feminists and saying um fight feminism I was fighting feminism by giving my daughter a kitchen set <laughs> This is go back to earlier when I was saying feminism is trash. It's got the mentality to think that uh, raising a family is a, 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 a mature beneath women now. You know what I mean? Even though that's like one of the most important things people do in their life. Now all of a sudden. Um, now it, it almost seems like that uh, people put careers in money and cars and houses and everything else above um, the importance of family. Um, even if you look at uh, these white nationalists and they talk um, screaming, "Mo white genocide!" <laughs> like, well, go have a family then. You know what I'm saying? That's the first. If you don't have a family, I don't. I don't think you need to be screaming about white genocide because you're not. First off, you're not even helping about it. I see a bunch of single people, sometimes basement dwellers, screaming white genocide, but don't procreate. Procreate. It's. I don't know. It's amazing. Yeah, but the, that tweet that I made shit, it did did numbers, man. So, I mean, it helped me out. It got me. I'm over ten thousand Twitter followers. So that was a goal of mine to get to the end of the year, and I made it. So, yeah, I mean, it helped out. But it it shows where the feminist mindset is. I'm like, man, you guys got to come on with this stuff, man. It's cooking is not in itself. It's just not. Uh, a manservant, you know what I mean, a uh, job, you know what I'm saying, uh, everybody should cook, learn how to cook, male, female, whatever, you know what I mean, boy, girl, whatever, you know what I'm saying, so it's, this stuff is amazing, um, uh, let me go to Putin, back to politics, Putin and, uh, Obama, Barry leveled the sanctions on Russia for the alleged hacking incident. Uh, with, he didn't never showed any proof, so I don't know what that was about. He never showed any proof, not one bit, just a bunch of allegations, and he evicted. Some Russian diplomats from the United States. And Putin didn't do a damn thing in return. Which is amazing. I mean, it's smart. I mean, he's... <laughs> I, it's chestnut checkers, I keep saying this. Uh, he, Putin took the high route. Um, he said he wasn't going to stoop to Obama's level. He's going to wait. He called... The 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 Russian uh, ambassador tweeted out a, a picture of a lame duck, <laughs> of a duck, refer, referencing a lame duck uh, about Obama, which is hilarious. That was funny as hell. 
and uh, I I could I couldn't stop laughing at that. And Putin said he wasn't gonna uh, evict any U.S. ambassadors in Russia. He's gonna he invited them to a Christmas party. Um, he took the high road. He said he's gonna wait till Trump gets gets in office and then he'll talk about it. Like. Let me take my give me my take on this. Uh, I think a lot of this is theater. Um, a lot of this is a setup for Trump to enact his policies. I think, I think him and uh, Trump, Trump and uh, and Obama came to an agreement on something, and uh, I think this is going to make when Trump uh, levies the. Uh, he, you know he's going to undo these sanctions you know he's going to uh, extend the olive branch to to Putin now he's either going to make Trump look like a bigger Russian tool or it's going to make him look like a better ambassador I don't know what that part of it is I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm unsure part of me thinks it's all it's all theater and they all did this they did this on purpose because I mean this this is just window dressing it really doesn't mean anything. It's never. It's not going to hurt anything. Like it's like uh, it's not even a slap on the wrist. It's like a, <laughs> like a. It's a shut the door on a person's face. You know what I'm saying? It really doesn't do anything. It's just like oh, you're just being ignorant. You know what I mean? Somebody shut the door in your face. Like if you're walking and you got a whole bunch of bags in your hand and. <laughs> And the person's walking in the door. They look at you, and they, you see them, and you just shut the door on them. That's what this is. That's what Obama did because it, it it doesn't mean anything. It's useless. It's 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 petty. This was the most pettiest thing uh, uh, Obama has done, and that's why I'm thinking he maybe he is African American. <laughs> You know, African Americans is petty as hell, boy. They're the king and queens of petty African Americans. I BS you, Trinity. BS you not. You know what I'm saying? Um, let me talk about this Mummers Parade. Uh, I didn't, I mean, I've seen some stills of it. Like, I live in the Philadelphia area, right? And. I never went to a mummer's parade. Like, I never had any inkling to go to a mummer's parade. I remember I was dating this, uh, this girl in college and her friends, she was white, her friends, was, they was from Philly. One of her white girlfriends was from Philly. They was talking mummer's parade. She said, that's white people's stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because they was getting ready to watch the parades. I'm like, why well, y'all go watch parades? Said, that's what white people do. I'm like, oh, okay. That was just frank talk. You know what I mean? So I never, I never, had any interest in going to the Mummers Parade. And last year, there was uh, some of the Mummers, they, you know I mean? I guess they do some satire floats, right? And one of the satire floats was, uh, <laughs> they, they they did, uh, they had a, a picture of Bruce Jenner in, um, when he was on the Wheaties box. And then a, a picture when he was, uh, when, he, when he turned into Caitlyn. And <laughs> they were mocking him. So, the, a lot of the LGBTQTPABC were insulted. They uh, they said it was insult to trans people. 
I mean, it was just an insult to do Bruce Jenner, to be honest. Bruce slash Caitlyn. But, uh, you know how it is. So, the new mayor, Mayor Kenny, white Democrat. <laughs> the, the, the white liberal. <laughs> he took offense to it. And they made a whole bunch of um, changes. They had, like, every mummer had to go through a... Uh, they had to go through a actual committee to see approve their floats and stuff like that and so all eyes were on the mother's parade this year and um hold on let me try to look up this there was this black reporter that went to the mother's parade and um hold on Anyway, there was a black reporter who went to the members' free. His, his name is, is is irrelevant, but he went to the members' parade just to to uh, report on it, right? But he went with the intentions to find everything that was insulting with all the floats, and then he was going to, uh, you know, I mean, he was tweeting about it, and he was just he just went there to be insulted. You know, they did a whole bunch of there was a whole bunch of Indian floats. I, I mean. <laughs> and on one hand, yeah, I'm like, why does a white man love dressing up as an American Indian? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, I don't find, I'm like, I, it's not something I would do personally, right? But I'm not particularly insulted about it either. Like, I, I'm just, I'm, it doesn't move me one way or the other. I'm like, it, it's to me, it's just dumb. But I think the whole Mummers Parade idea is dumb. It's not like something I would stand out in the cold and watch these people getting floats and stuff like that, and, and go down all and, and satire and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It doesn't like who cares? You know what I mean? Um, um so he was. He tweeted, it happened. And one of the, the mummers was walking out. The crowds were on both sides of the, of the mummers' raid. He went over there to drink a beer, I guess, and talked to some people on the sides. He said, what up, my nigga? He was talking to somebody else. But a black dude was sitting, standing right there. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. This is just. That's why I can't stand the left can't stand liberals anymore i'm like you gotta just walk around trying to want to just you can't wait to be insulted so you can go tell somebody like get over yourselves if it's so insulting just don't go you know what i mean i think you speak more with your dollars than with anything else uh like i get tired of it like First, you're a black man, and I don't know what any black man fill off. As many Negroes in Philadelphia, I don't know no Negroes to go to watch the bummer parade. Like I said before, it's white people's stuff. They can have their own culture, you know what I'm saying? This is what I I, I mean. I hate when uh, black people say white people don't have any culture. I mean, come on, man. You guys can't be serious with this shit, man. It's like you got a culture, they got a culture. You see what I'm saying? You might think some of the stuff they do is simple and dumb, or so they can't dance. This like I don't, I don't have anything to do with the goddamn mummers parade. 
But they got a culture just like anybody else has a culture. They, they're allowed to practice it, whatever. And, and this is just another thing of them, uh, the liberals trying to, the white liberals trying to police people's culture. The thing why black people don't understand, even, even though they're, they're coming after them, they're coming after you next. So this this black reporter man, it was like, uh, I wanted to smack the shit out of him. Like, he heard a, a white man say, "My nigga," and he was you trembling? Are you going to go through emotions or some shit like that? Man, get, get a fucking pair of balls, you you <laughs> you punk ass akata. My goodness gracious, man! I want to, <laughs> I want to cuss him out, man. I wanted to. It wasn't even worth it, man. I'm just like, man, you gotta stop, man. Just stop, stop. Black folks, stop following these liberals, man. These black liberals, these white liberals. They do up. To, they up to no good. And the thing about the moments for eight, they. Forced them to make changes, right? So they added an LGBTQ float. They added a minority float. Like they never took place part of this before, and they just walked. They just made a couple floats. And they just walked down, look like look simple. Didn't even take really take part because you know the members they they do all these fancy dance routines and everything else. You know what I mean? It's like choreography, choreographed, and everything else. So there was a couple uh, <coughs> LGBTQTP whatever floats, and they they didn't they just walked like it was a regular parade. Now that's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to give a performance, and like why would you force somebody to include you if they don't want you in their in their float? You know what I'm saying? It, it it just boggled my mind. I'm just like, y'all, y'all's that's absolutely bonkers, bonkers. <laughs> now the Serena Williams black media. If you haven't heard it by now, she's getting engaged to the Reddit founder, a founder of Reddit. I think a co-founder of Reddit, and he's a white guy. Now, if you knew Serena Williams, you know that's not a big surprise. Uh, she's dated white guys a lot in her in her day, in her <coughs> her dating scene. I know recently she had a uh, a flirt with Drake, a flirt with uh, a rendezvous with Common. You know what I mean? Um, I, think, I think there's one other guy that I'm missing. I'm missing here. I don't know if Andre 3000, I don't know, it was somebody else that was uh, rumored to be around her, but it didn't work out, and she married this, she's marrying this, uh, the co-founder of Reddit, who happens to be a white guy, let's give her a golf clap, you know what I'm saying, so, um, and the 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 as as expected <laughs> there's a certain group of sisters 
<clears throat> that can't wait for a black woman celebrity to get with a white man. Because they come out of the woodworks. They hoot and holler. They, they chant, you go girl, or go sis, or you go get that man sis. There's a group of, I'm not saying all black women. I'm saying there's a group of them. How large the percentage is up for debate. But there's a group of black women that are, like, that are when they see a black woman get with a white man, they cheer up and down, they click their heels, they, they happy as hell. Now, I know that a lot of black men be with, like, I'm just talking about celebrity-wise, because that's what puts gets put in front of your face on these, with these media. I know there's a certain percent of black men that are, like, famous that get with white men, but I just want to point out the, the difference between there. There's no group of black men that are, like, <coughs> that are happy, or that check, sit up and cheer when they see a, a black man get with a white woman. Like celebrity wise, or even in real life, man. Um, it, it, if she's bad, they'd be like, "God damn, she bad." You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> that's the extent of it. Um, there's no "you go boy" or "that's my dog" or anything like that. I mean, that, that just doesn't happen. But it does happen with the black women when that happens, like in the reverse. And that says this a lot about the Akata. Uh, if if you look at it in uh, a thousand feet up, um, I don't know if some insecurity some um, some of these women have, or how they view. I, I think it's a lot more to do with how some of them view men on a hierarchy scale. Uh, I think some of them uh, view the white man as the the, the pinnacle of success or whatever. So if they can snag one of them, um, they uh, they clap up and down for joy. Now with Serena, I think um, <laughs> I think it came to be, it should be a little expected. Um, I think uh, if you grow up and even though she came up from South Central, or whatever, like she has that you know I mean that came up in a, in a certain sort of. Uh, urban environment but she's been in the tennis world since she was like a teenager young like she basically grew up in the tennis world and in the tennis world it's predominantly white i mean you can say whatever you want um so she's gonna she had been around white folks for like the longest and <laughs> this is what i try to tell people man where you grow up in your environment probably a lot dictates uh who you date in life and stuff like that um so that's that's how she probably acted behind closed doors, that's probably the reason she can't twerk. <laughs> yes. Yo, have you ever seen Serena try to twerk? It's the worst struggle you ever seen in your life, man. For as athletic and as big as that booty is, she can't twerk to save her goddamn life. And that's, I mean, that's, that's. hey, I congratulate her for it. That's something, not something you should be striving for, but goddamn, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny when she tries to. Like, she tries to get it fit in that environment now. Like, she she was so far out of it in, when she went in the tennis world. And going on tours when she was a teenager and stuff like that. Um, it's... <laughs> but like I said, she was, she was always in the white environment. So, it, it's, it, doesn't, it shouldn't surprise anybody that she 
felt more comfortable with a white man. Now there was an article. One of these sites said that she she dated black men, whatever. They're referring to the rappers, and she felt that he treated her better than any the guy she's engaged to treated her better than any of them, which is probably true. <coughs> but look who she's dating. See, when she dates a black man, she dates a she dates a rapper. She dates a a uh, a movie star, or you know, what I mean, she dates Common or Drake. When she dates the white man, she dates like a businessman. You know, the co-founder of Reddit. You know what I'm saying? You see how it you see how it is? You see how for the you gotta be so much extra for the black to be a black man. You gotta be the rapper or that's how much stock they put on it. Now there's probably plenty of black men. There's not about to be a lot. There's probably plenty of black men that because this guy wasn't super rich. He sold Reddit before it really took off. Like, he had a few million in the bank, but I'm sure she could have found. <clears throat> there might have been a few, uh, some business thing like that, uh, black-wise. You know what I mean? But then she, when she goes in the black world, it has, it has to be all about the status and stuff like that. But when she goes in the white world, you know, just how she, the guy treats her and stuff like that. That's the thing. That's the stand. See, this how hard it is being a black man in America. <laughs> we face the worst scrutiny in the world. I'm I t- I'm not lying to y'all. I am not lying to y'all. We have the first to face the worst scrutiny in the world. It's not even funny from our own people, and, and it mainly comes from our own people. That's a shame. It really, really is a shame, and it, it, it's. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say. It, it's it is what it is, I guess. Anyway, um, I'm out of here. Uh, I'm glad you guys listened. Um, please check out hotepnation.com. Please check out Black Conversation News on Facebook. Uh, please like the fan page for me. Uh, please check me out. Uh, if you listen to this on iTunes, can you please give me a review and everything? I'd greatly appreciate it. And review the rating. Some guy, some person gave me a, a bad review. That was my first one on iTunes. I was like, you bastard. One of them trolls. It seems the more, <laughs> more I get more Twitter followers, the more trolls I get now. Uh, I guess that's to be expected. And I'll, I'll refer, also um, check out my YouTube page. Um, you can find that on my uh, Twitter page, um, handymayhem.com, and follow my backup, Uncle Hotel. But handymayhem.com, handy mayhem, yeah, at handymayhem. Check out my my, uh, YouTube channel and uh, please like and share my videos. All right, y'all. This is episode 40. I'll see y'all later. Happy New Year. Peace.